Welcome to another edition of BJ Shea's Board Game Alliance. I am not Joey Dees. I am actually, we shall see, <laughs> Vicky Gregoriously <laughs> gabbing gainfully and gleefully about glamorous games B. This is why we hate you. <laughs> I'm like, maybe this is why I need better glasses or better friends. Probably the second one. Yeah. Uh, that one talking, suggesting that I need better friends is Josh Utley from the Omega Gamers. Hey, how's it going? And over there, making my life impossible, as always, is Sean Everson <laughs> from Thing 12 Games. Oh, hey, hey. Uh, and today we do got some special deliveries. And uh, we're going to be talking about the butthole over there, his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into any of that, Josh, how can people get a hold of us? Ah, uh, Just go to BJGeekNation.com. You get all the podcasts, blogs, interviews, videos, links, and more. <laughs> or just search for us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or Odyssey.com. Odyssey. Odyssey. Uh. A-U-D-A-C-Y. <laughs> Odyssey. <laughs> Now, like we, I did mention, we have special deliveries. Nice. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, I got one in. I got a Kickstarter delivery in. That mm-hmm. was really cool. Uh, this was by Praetorian Board Games. The game is Castlescape. I have a feeling it has to do with castles. Yes. Uh, actually, 100% does. Uh, this is a deck Walls. building game. Yes, we're <laughs> well. You are making a castle is a bunch of walls, right? Yes. yes. Uh, you're you're deck building. Uh, you're going to be putting out physical castles out on this board. And uh, how long? To, how long did it take them? Was how it, long did it take? a victim of the pandemic? Was it? It uh, did take them a little bit longer. Yeah, I mean they were part of the whole like slowdown with delivery and stuff, but they stayed pretty on top of things as far as communication goes and. Um, you know, I got a notification that it was going to be showing up, and it arrived, and everything's in good condition. And what do you think of the quality? So, because I saw it, I got yeah. to play it, but you watched it. Yes. So, is it up to the the bar they put it's, out there? Is it? It actually uh, was better than what I was expecting. Nice. So there were some some wonderful expri- uh, um, things I didn't expect with it. With it, that was pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Very, very happy with this. Uh, Praetorian Board Games, and uh, we'll talk about this a little bit more later. Awesome. And I got no special delivery. Aww. No special delivery. No. Not for me. Not this time. But I'm assuming we, you guys have we, been playing some games. We need the sad music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> the slowly walking away banner. <laughs> uh, I, I, I got a special sort of maybe delivery soon. Oh, Draw yes. Labs has contacted me about my missing coins, and oh. they'll be shipping them out directly from Greece with an apology. So that's cool. Lots oh, of that's awesome. I am uh, very happy. That is a we special delivery. Do a special delivery, too. Yeah. <laughs> special delivery. <laughs> that's true. You, BJ, me, we'll be trading them again. Yep. <laughs> you missed it. We were trading them like uh, baseball cards. Yeah. Got it, need it, got it, need it. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I, I believe it. <laughs> Uh, but unfortunately, you haven't gotten your special delivery yet, but no. I have heard that you guys have been playing games. Yes. We do that. We do that sometimes. A lot. We, we had a we had a, a, a game day because, you know. Yeah. As you do. It was a day. So <laughs> it was a day. That. You were we awake. Also, we also <laughs> had a little um, party, I guess you'd call it. There were people there. <laughs> okay. We were celebrating something. I, I thought we were there to play games. Some nonsense. Nah. 
It was our very own Sean Epperson's 50th birthday Oh, my God. Old man Epperson. (laughs) Old man Epperson. Yes. I love it. How was it? Well, once we uh, helped him out of the car, rolled his wheelchair up to the um, Mm. um, 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 elevator, (laughs) helped him into his orthopedic shoes. Never do that again. That was gross. Just leave him in his loafers. You're fine. (laughs) Uh, no, actually, uh, it was a really big success. A lot of people turned out for this guy. I don't know. I mean, maybe they came to see BJ. He was I think there. they came to play the games. Probably there for the games. <laughs> maybe a little bit of all. Was there food? Oh, there, there was, was a lot of food. There was a lot of food. Okay. Holy moly. We, we had uh, like a teriyaki meatballs. Those mm. were amazing. Oh, yeah. There was heart attack wieners. Those were unhealthy. <laughs> Excuse me? Um Little smoky, uh-huh. wrapped in bacon, uh-huh. baked in brown sugar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that does sound amazing. You, but once you eat like six of them, you're like, my limbs feel heavy. <laughs> it's like my fingers are tingling, and not in a good way. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, we had uh, more of the uh, the turkey uh, sweet potato chili. I had a lot of that, so cool. and just chips and dips and. Veggies and I don't know why those were there. Yeah. Uh, candies and cookies <laughs> and lemon bars and cake and all oh, those lemon uh, bars were amazing. It was all yeah. very very good. And Sean's cake was the best. Oh. Was it? It had a wonderful <sighs> writing no- love note to Sean from all of us. <laughs> yes. Tell us about your cake. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, it was a cake with frosting on it. Uh, mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. it was tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was there was a candle, you know. I, I fanned it out because you don't want to be blowing on it. Uh, mm. Oh, good, smart move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we gave people some. What does it say? What did it say? There was I don't remember what it said. There was there was some message. Uh-huh. It was you know inconsequential. Are you waiting for somebody to say it for you? I'm waiting for you to say it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it is. What those it is. words would not enter out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, his wife, who I mean. There's a, <laughs> the charity saint right there, mm-hmm. just by being his <laughs> wife. Um, she had him put, it is what it is, which he hates. Not only that, but she also put a grammatical typo, mm. and uh-huh. Naya had to go in and fix it because they corrected the typo that they had written on the... Yeah, <laughs> sometimes we wanted the typos. <laughs> we needed typos. Just to like add the, uh, you know, a little salt to the wound. Yeah, for those that don't know, uh, um, my phone has been reprogrammed by by my daughter that every time I type the name Sean, it autocorrects to Sean Grammar, hmm. uh, <laughs> World War II <laughs> bad guy. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because that is Sean. Oh, yeah. He I've, thinks I've they're noticed all, in the texts uh, before. <laughs> he thinks they're all intentional and is unforgiving of giant thumbs and typos <laughs> and misspellings. Yeah, or voice funny. to text. Oh, yes. Voice to text is the worst. Yes, uh, she, she put that that heinous message on there. I, I, it drives me crazy. It's my, my biggest Achilles heel because the saying doesn't mean anything. Everything is what everything is. There well, isn't a single thing I, that I mean, isn't what on, it is. Come on, Sean. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so uh, they were trolling me on my own birthday cake, which is... Uh, I feel know, like it would be a missed opportunity <laughs> if they did not. And exactly. can please no one, I mean no one, go online to Think 12 Games and message them <laughs> through email or Twitter or any anything the, their home address. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is what it is to Sean. Yes. <laughs> that would be bad. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, never, never. I'm saying don't do that. 
Oh, no. Betrayal. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we got to play. Oh, my God. You guys had like a four-hour game of we, Blood on the Clock Tower. Yes, we had like, I think there was like 30 people in that game. It, yeah, it was like max player count. It was insanity. No, you want to know the real insanity, Vicky? The person that brought Blood on the Clock Tower mm-hmm. <laughs> learned it to play on Sean's birthday. Yeah. And is a 18, 19 year old kid. Okay. New to us and new to BJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> poor guy. I felt so bad for him. He did great. He did. He, for... he did not lose his patience with one person in our group. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I feel like he's 18. It's a life lesson. Like, if. Well, blood on, the, to... blood on the Clock Tower is the resistance with a lot more roles. Oh, God. That's and a lot awful. more discussion. Yes. And like out of the room discussion. People would disappear in groups. Yeah, you'd see like three people walk away. You're like, hey, what's going on? Where are they going? What are they talking about? Hey, jerks. <laughs> Why am I not in that room? <laughs> it got so heated at one point, BJ fell out of his chair backwards. Yes. <laughs> that, I think, was more the chair <laughs> than the heated discussion. That's but still pretty awesome, though. <laughs> So eventually, uh, because our game was going so long, there were some people who were like, are you on game two? Or like, no, this is still game one. <laughs> uh, we we had him put timers on us uh, for our discussions. So he would like, hey, 30 seconds left for your, your talk. I'm like, oh, crap, okay, <laughs> let's get this done. Because uh, in this game, you're voting to basically hang someone. There's a whole group. There's... There's a bad person amongst you. There's a demon that's amongst all these people. And there's a lot of townsfolk, good-natured townsfolk. That each person has a special ability. But there's a vicious, evil demon that's in there. And there's a couple of acolytes for this demon. So you're trying to kind of suss out who's who. Uh, of course, the demon is going to know some information that a lot of people don't know. And some of the acolytes are going to know some information that people don't know. So you're trying to use your abilities to best your advantage. Mine was the demon could not kill me at night. So hmm. there's there's a voting session where everybody goes, okay, we need to hang someone. Um, we're going to hang this person. Now, that's the only way that I could be killed. And then there's a night phase where the demon goes and they select someone to be murdered. Well, I would I was protected from that. The <laughs> thing is, you don't have to let people know exactly what your ability is. You can keep that information private. And only let people know, you know, as needed. So I'm kind of being cagey about mine because there's only one way I can die. They were all being cagey. That's an hour of the game. Yes. <laughs> so I had Byron on our team and I had another person on our team. There's like there was a couple of us. We were in this big like collective and it seemed like we were all good people. And they're on board with like, yeah, you know, you're being good. And then out of the blue, Byron and a couple other people from that team go off to have a discussion without me. And I've been on their team this whole time. <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't looking good. What's going on? And uh, yeah, they vote to hang me. I'm like, you idiots, what are you doing? Sure. I'm on your team. Why are you doing this? I feel like this isn't the first time someone's <laughs> done that to somebody on their team. Yeah, how does that feel being betrayed? Well, that was ally. an outright betrayal. Yeah, that so wasn't even like they didn't discuss you play. it. This was just boom, suddenly knife so, in the back. Out let's, of nowhere. Let's not get people wrong. This game does not take four hours to play. No. Mm. And to their defense and credit, they tried to demo this game with BJ at several conventions. But it is not a game BJ can play at a convention because he can't hear at a no, convention all that well. he's pretty deaf. And he has always wanted to play it. Had they demoed it with BJ, I'm sure the box time would be adjusted. <laughs> 
Uh, but they seem to all have a really good time. And I was maybe hurting their nighttime phases. I was handing people cookies at night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they thought they were being tapped by a demon or something. And I'd be like, that's an Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. Mean. <laughs> Not mean. I wasn't playing, so I could troll them all. I know. <laughs> it's a whole group troll. I loved it. I feel like you guys need like some sort of troll like shirt next. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so what game did you get to play? I got to this play that we were doing? a classic game from, God, way back. How old is that game? I got to play, um, yes, I'm, I'm uh, Castles of Burgundy. And I hesitate because I have always confused Castles of Burgundy with Castles of Mad King Ludwig. Okay. Oh. Both great games, especially by their stats, but Mad King Ludwig, I'd always heard that as soon as you feel like you're really accomplishing something, the game is over. Mm. So for me, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really want to experience that. So anytime anybody ever said you want to play Castles of Burgundy, my head went straight to Ludwig, and I was like, nah, no Mm-mm. thanks, pass. But Jason, one of our heavier game players, he loves complex games. I love playing games with him. No one can beat him, but I love playing games with him. <laughs> He's like, Josh, you need to play this game. This is your game. He was right. I love this game. It's very fun. It's you're you're taking tiles to add on to your city. They must be placed adjacent, and you get different water tiles and different uh, rock tiles. And whoever completes sets first gets bonus points and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And um, What's great about it is it is a very solitaire game within your own board, but the tiles you're taking are from a public board. So Sean can have a lot of fun not caring about what he's getting for the sole purpose of taking everybody else's stuff they would like. Hate drafting is a thing. To his own detriment. He's not trying to win. He's just trying to make sure you don't win. (laughs) Well, you not winning is my win. But that was the first time I got to play. It was the classic edition, and I know a big box, like super elaborate edition, was recently on Kickstarter within the last year. I might be looking for that. I might think uh, if Zulu's has one, I I think I might get the oh, fancy yeah. version. Yeah. Mm. That's Castles of Burgundy. That's a really good game. I just kind of picture like Ron Burgundy doing some <laughs> stuff. Castles it's definitely not that Burgundy, <laughs> no, but no, no. we could make one. I mean, we know a guy that does board <laughs> games. I think his name is uh, Ryan Dancy, not Sean Epperson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to play Clank Catacombs. Oh, nice. Wait, yes. how, Wait you got. I, I played Clank before. <laughs> yes, and you're going to love Catacombs. But yes. set the scene. Where oh. did you play Clank plank Catacombs upon? Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, Josh brought uh, some board game tables to this giant board gaming day, and uh, we had the special uh, dragony lava themed playmat, uh, and we were doing this game on top of that, which was from game very poppers. thematic. Yeah, it looked really cool. So Clank Catacombs uh, keeps within the Clank. Uh, sort of vibe. You're still doing deck building, you're running around trying to get uh, eight treasures and artifacts so you can get out and trying to avoid the dragon and all that. None of that's really new. The new thing that they did, which is super cool, is you're doing tile exploration. So everybody starts in the same tile in the center, and then you start moving out. And what you do is you have to select an area that you're going to move out from, a path, and then you move off the board and you draw a tile and then you figure out how you want to rotate that tile, and you place it down, and that's the place that you're going into. 
So you really don't know what's going to be showing up. You could be walking into an area that suddenly unlocks ghosts and ghost cubes get added to the bag. And whenever they show up, everybody takes a damage. Uh, <laughs> you could be coming across an artifact. And the that's the way they, they do for the artifact things. So like normally in the, in the regular Clank board, if you really want that really juicy, you know, high victory point artifact, you have to delve really, really far. Well, the way they handle this is as you come across these artifact spaces, it might be the next one in the stack, and they're organized by lowest to highest. But they also might be, okay, go down two and then put that artifact out. So you're never really sure where these artifacts are going to be or how close they're going to be. So it, it really changes up how you play. Uh, you're, you're creating different paths and like, well, how do I make a path so I can get out of here and not screw myself? And it was super fun. I was just blown away by how good this is. You've played Clank before, right? I'm trying to remember. It, there's only, is there only one other version of there, Clank? There's Clank, Clank in Space, and Clank Legacy, which is... Uh, a legacy game. <laughs> well, the, uh, the Acquisitions Incorporated Acquis- yes. Clank. For those that go to conventions and is aware of Acquisitions <laughs> Incorporated, uh, it's just that in that world with those crazy characters. Yeah. I think I've only played the OG one, and I think that was at one of our, um, when we all got together in the middle of the woods. To ah, for XCon. Yeah. One, one day we shall return to the woods. One day. That sounds <laughs> ominous. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But it's been a hot minute since I've played, but I remember really enjoying it. Uh, that's the sad thing. And I think it's partially because of the whole pandemic and, uh, you know, not having people who want to play games up where, like, I, when my brother moved in with me for a while, I was like, sweet, we're going to play games. He never wanted to play. No. <laughs> I'm like, do you want to play board games with me? He's like, no. I'm like, well, you suck. You just gotta, just gotta set one up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the guilt will get. Look, it's already set up. Look, you're blue. Your favorite color. Oh no, but he's my brother. There's no guilt. Okay, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. And I, I had my, no guilt for my brother. I should probably mention that this is my 31 year old brother, not my four year old brother. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no confusion. Uh, Definitely uh, don't want to set up games with a four year old mm-hmm. around. And then I discovered that my new housemate, she she's like a very like wacky gal. Like mm-hmm. she's very eclectic. She's got like the funky hair, funky clothes, kind of retro, and she's really sweet. Um, but this bee is very intelligent. <laughs> so we played uh, 13 Clues with her and oh, her nice. daughter and the daughter's girlfriend. And uh, I was like, cool, I might be like around or ra- two rounds away from figuring it out. And she's like, got it. What? <laughs> like, it was just so fast. Nice. Like, okay. And she's like, oh, no, yeah. The clue type games, I'm, I'm really great at. Like, I always figure this out. I'm like, oh. go to know. Well, you got those murder <laughs> mystery games, too. That's going to mm-hmm. be great. Well, and it was her daughter who uh, bought me for Christmas the mm-hmm. Hunt a Killer kind of uh, legacy game. So I believe it's a legacy game. So we're going to hopefully start playing it soon. We're going to have to get them the Chronicles games and the Detective yep. games. Yep. And the, there's, there's, <laughs> they're not heavy. They're not super no, heavy, but it, they're very... Um, um, you can use augmented reality with mm-hmm. them, but you don't have to. The problem is, it's like going back to the guild thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I was looking at my giant thing set up of board games. And there's a lot of board games that I just will refuse to ever get rid of because they're sentimental. Like yeah. I have was given it to, like as a gift, like I've uh, like the Deadpool versus the world game. And it's like, I never played. It's another version of Cards Against Humanity and no one's really ever up for playing it. But I would never get rid of it because my buddy Chase got it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, or I've met people who created the games. I'm not getting rid of those games. But I'm even if I only have like the one roommate or a few people over, like there's a lot of these games I'm not going to play again. 
And so I'm like, I think it's time for me to purge <laughs> so I can make room. And so the idea of getting new games, I'm like, but I have been, uh, I've been uh, uh, ignoring my other babies. How can I expect to get more babies when I've ignored these babies? I must give them a new home. <laughs> Once you ignore the first baby, it gets easier. <laughs> Not an enabler, but the cult of the new is yes. calling. <laughs> Although I, like, I'm like, I miss some of these games. I'd like to play them. But also some of these games, like... This might be an interesting topic. I don't mean to cut you, uh, you guys discussing your no, games off, fine. but I'm curious now. Like, when do you just call it quits on a game you love? I don't on a game I love. Yeah. I have Heroes Quest from 1988, mm-hmm. and I've bought in every new Heroes Quest ever since. And how often do you play them? Played it last week. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have been playing it. Well, but like, Android is my favorite modern board game, mm-hmm. and I see the problems it has. And I would imagine, unless they came out with a, new, a second edition mm-hmm. to fix some of those tweaks, thematically, it's my favorite theme. So it's hard for me to get rid of that. There's a lot of games I do get rid of. Some games I get rid of while playing. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we've seen that happen. What about you, Sean? When is um, it time? When is, when is it? It really depends on how, I guess, attached I am to the game. Like, I still have my Magic the Gathering cards, decks that I've built. Now, there are certain cards I've sold because I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not really making decks anymore. Um, but the decks that I have made, I keep them because there's an opportunity maybe I can play them. And I actually have had a couple opportunities mm-hmm. show up, like, uh, Josh, with your nephews and, and played some games with them using those decks. So Did you beat them? Uh, yes. They need to learn. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they got savaged. <laughs> but, I mean, I was also, like, kind of walking them through things as well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like I said, I've sold some stuff off, but there's certain ones I just will not. Uh, if a game is sort of like maybe at a seven for me and mm-hmm. there's something that I think might be a little better, then I have no problem, you know, letting certain games go. And I've had to do some calling of my own for sure. And it helps when we do our Extra Life event because mm-hmm. then I get to, if it's a game that I'm not emotionally attached to and I played it once, I'm just like, I do stand back and go like, will I ever actually play this again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a reason to keep it? Like, is it all upgraded or something like that? And I might keep, but some I've had to just. I had a fully upgraded one with a super insert once that I just like. No, eh. it's got to go. See, for me, I realize that some of these games that I really love or have a connection with, I realize I love that time of my life that I was playing them, or where I was, or who I was playing with. Mm-hmm. And like the first one that came to mind was Machikuro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I used to play that all the time with my old roommates when I lived in Seattle a few years ago. So it was like Melissa, Colin, Tahiti, Steve, and myself. And mm-hmm. the four of us, the perfect amount of people to play this game to the point we had like stupid inside jokes over it. <laughs> nice. Because there was one occasion where, what was it? Uh, like Melissa and I had both gotten the tuna boat and I'm totally forgetting what those cards are. But we're like, tuna boat, tuna boat. And then both boys do something and steal the tuna boat cards from us. And so the whole rest of the game, they're like, tuna boat. <laughs> so it became part of like our inside joke, part of the whole thing. So I was looking at him like, I have not played this game in years. And then side note, I used to play with an ex once with the, ga- with the group. Uh, and he found a way to completely like win the game without doing anything. Oh, and I was just like, okay, that's brilliant. It pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Side but, note for uh, maybe you, you know, I'm not pushing Cult of the New or anything, but there is a Machikuro legacy. Yeah. Again, who am I playing with? Because yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the old, like, because again, it's get like, get the gang you, back together. Get the gang back together. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things, like, we 
don't live together anymore. So when yeah. we do get together, we try to play games like old times, but then we're like, oh, what's new with you? What's going on? Did you hear about this? Let's let's discuss this. World news, this and that. And it's like, oh, crap, we're adults. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to do the fun part. Like well, the see, games. that's what separates you from me and Sean. Yeah, that, we that have the adult. Word. Yeah. <laughs> what is an adult? adult? I don't know. They're actually, I'm adult. They're very intelligent people. They keep up with current events. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We keep up with current games. Yes. That's the same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, you're right. The nostalgia thing is yeah. the reason I hang on to Heroes Quest because when I played it in junior high, I was like, that was all good memories. It was friends staying up all night playing a game. Probably wrong, but we had fun. I've got a copy of Dungeon, like oh, nice. the original old scale, old, old, old school Dungeon. And I mean, I've played it once, but this was one I'm just holding on to just for nostalgia's sake for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, when we did play Heroes Quest last week, mm-hmm. we, we switched it up and put BJ in for one of the boys. Hmm. And he's played with us before. And it, again, playing this game with these, that A word, adults who mm-hmm. play modern board games, <laughs> I had to stop them and say, guys, this game was made in 1988. The target audience was junior high. Yep. You are overthinking this. Yeah. Nope, nope, nobody nope. Because <laughs> they're trying to kill off every little individual monster and, like, surround him. And the thing has one hit point. Like, <laughs> they got to go for the most strategic battle ever. It's like, just run down the hallway already. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're worried, we're worried about, like, well, if we do this, that might trigger this other thing and this, you know, craziness might happen. And it's like, <laughs> you're, you're way overthinking this. <laughs> nope. And uh, we did. Uh, Sean was continued to be a trap magnet, though. That is. <laughs> oh, my Lord. He opened a door. He saw a treasure box and no monsters. He knew instantly, yes, there's traps in here. I'm going to be careful. I'm going to jump this spot. I know there's a trap there. He jumped it onto another trap. Yes, and then oh, I climb no. out onto another trap. <laughs> and that's not the first time that scenario has happened to him. But then the way they set up for that little quest, and they said, we don't need a toolkit. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're like, should we search the room for traps? And Sean's like, yeah, we should, because treasure boxes can have traps on And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that treasure box looks suspicious. And they're like, oh, it's trapped. Wait, how do we open it? <laughs> Well, there's one way. <laughs> there's only one way. Who has the most hit points? <laughs> Open that box. Just throw them against Trap it. Trap sponge. <laughs> uh, but now here's the thing about the overthinking on these simple games. When Sean and I play with the boys, we play three quests in a day. How many quests did we play with the older folks there, Sean? One? Yes. <laughs> did you finish? We did. <laughs> we did. Okay. There, there is a mechanic that we added to the game called Bill and Tedding. Okay. In this game, at the end, you're supposed to escape to the staircase. But if I know all the monsters are gone and there's no treasure, they can just be done, right? Mm-hmm. But throughout the game, they might get lost off in a corner, and they've cleared a bunch of stuff, so I will let them Bill and Ted to another spot. If you remember the original movie, mm-hmm. near the end, they're like they're in the cop shop, and they're like, I know, I'll go back in time and I'll get the keys and I'll put them over here. And then the keys are just there. That's Bill and Ted in okay, the game. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> so you guys are just there. It's, it's, a roll and move, it's a roll and move game, right? It's back in the <laughs> 80s. So rather than like wasting a half hour, everyone like rolling, oh, I got <laughs> one for my <laughs> two. movements. <laughs> two. <laughs> and taking you know, 20, 30 minutes just to make it up to a spot. He's like, yeah, just, no. you can all line up. That's fine. <laughs> 
Well, actually, I wish that was like, sorry. I'm like picturing all the times how nice that would be. Like, oh my god, I made, I went and got gas last night. I should go back in time and do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. gas tank's full. <laughs> sorry, my brain's just going off of that. That's why we do. We, we, we do that too. <laughs> well, we want to know what games that you refuse to get rid of, or because of sentimental reasons, or what are games that you've recently had to part with. You just decided that, and also just games in general. What have you played? We want to hear from you guys. And uh, take it away, Josh. Sean, for the love of God, play nice. <laughs>